the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. With Vanity, Psalm 95. Unto the Lord, let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> Psalms 142 and 143, beginning on page 518. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, Yea, even unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaints before him, and showed him of my trouble. When my spirit was in heaviness, thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I walked, have they privily laid a snare for me. I looked also upon my right hand, and saw there was no man that would know me. I had no place to flee unto and no man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord, and said, Thou art my hope and my portion in the land of the living. Consider my complaint, for I am brought very low. O deliver me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring <laughs> my soul out of prison that I may give thanks unto thy name. Which thing, if thou wilt grant, then shall the righteous resort unto my company. Psalm 143. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and consider my desire. Hearken unto me for thy truth and righteousness' sake. And enter not into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. For the enemy hath persecuted my soul, he hath smitten my life down to the ground. He hath laid me in the darkness, as the men that have been long dead. Therefore is my spirit vexed within me, and my heart within me is desolate. Yet do I remember the time past, I muse upon all thy works. Yea, I exercise myself in the works of thy hands. I stretch forth my hands unto thee, my soul graspeth unto thee as a thirsty land. Hear me, O Lord, and that soon, for my spirit waxeth faint. Hide not thy face from me, lest I be like unto them that go down into the pit. O let me hear thy loving kindness be times in the morning, for in thee is my trust. Show thou me the way that I should walk in, for I lift up my soul unto thee. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies for I flee unto thee to hide me. Teach me to do the thing that pleaseth thee, for thou art my God. Let thy loving spirit lead me forth into the land of righteousness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, and for thy righteousness' sake bring my soul out of trouble. And of thy goodness slay mine enemies, and destroy all them that vex my soul, for I am thy servant. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of the book of Joel. 
For behold, in those days, and at that time, when I bring back the captives of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations, and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And I will enter into judgment with them there, on account of my people, my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. They have also divided up my land. They have cast lots for my people, have given a boy as payment for a harlot, and sold a girl for wine that they may drink. Indeed, what have you to do with me, O Tyre and Sidon, and all the coasts of Philistia? Will you retaliate against me? But if you retaliate against me, swiftly and speedily I will return your retaliation upon your own head. Because you have taken my silver and my gold, and have carried into your temples my prized possessions. Also the people of Judah and the people of Jerusalem you have sold to the Greeks, that you may remove them far from their borders. Behold, I will raise them out of the place to which you have sold them, and will return your retaliation upon your own head. I will sell your sons and your daughters into the hand of the people of Judah, and they will, be, and they will sell them to the Sabaeans, to a people far off. For the Lord has spoken. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> Here beginneth the third chapter of the second epistle of Peter. Beloved, I now write to you this second epistle, in both of which I stir up your pure minds by way of reminder, that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own lusts, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this they willfully forget, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of water and in the water, by which the world that then existed perished, being flooded with water. But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, and not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant. 
to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high had visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. <clears throat> Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Stir up, we beseech thee, O Lord, the wills of thy faithful people, that they, plenteously bringing forth the fruit of good works, may by thee be plenteously rewarded through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. In our uh, lesson from Joel today, we, we get a theme that's kind of uh, consistent for the end of Trinity season of God going to bring back the captives. Um, that judge in judgment, um, Israel has been scattered, and he will bring them back. Um, and that kind of return from exile theme is kind of characterized the last few weeks of the Trinity season. We've had our introit from in. Uh, at the Eucharist from Jeremiah, where God says, I know the thoughts that I think uh, for you, thoughts of peace and not of affliction, you shall call, and I, I will bring your captivity from every nation. And this, uh, the exile, again, becomes um, sort of a metaphor for the ways that all people are shown to be distant from God through sin and are brought back to God through Christ, who is the one who fulfills the covenant. Um, a couple of notes about Joel also. It talks about the Valley of Jehoshaphat, and that literally means Yahweh has judged. So it may be best, rather than look at a particular place, it's probably the valley, referring to the valley between the city of Jerusalem and the Mount of Olives, um, that, that the idea that, that God will gather all the nations for judgment and, and enter into judgment there. 
And there's this theme that a foreign nation to bring judgment on his people, uh, but because that foreign nation isn't righteous, in turn, judgment then comes upon them. So this is how God shows himself to be the Lord of all history and Lord of is is that uh, he, he, he is always, his righteous judgments overshadow all of what seem to be the temporary machinations of, of, of human beings in history. Um, and it struck me too, we're praying, praying the psalm this morning that um, where the psalmist is always crying out because he's being oppressed by, 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 the, by the even of those forces to um, bring some form of chastisement or judgment when God's people turn, as the psalmist does, back in humble faith, God comes and vindicates his righteous. Um, and uh, that, uh, you know, of thy goodness slay mine enemies, for I am thy servant. And this kind of comes in, there's a, there's a significant point, I think, about today's uh, second lesson from Peter. Uh, we talked about the day of the Lord. Uh, it begins with, he wants to stir us up by way of reminder, which hearkens to the week we're in stirrup Sunday before Advent. He talks about scoffers who say, well, he, the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night, and he hearkens to the day of Noah, the flood that came quickly when people weren't expecting it. And there's um, a verse here that needs a little, I think, unpacking. He says, the elements will melt with fervent heat, and the works and all that will be burnt up. Uh, the word for elements there, a Greek word called sto stokeion, it comes up a few times in the New, New Testament, sometimes the elements, sometimes the elements of the universe. And it doesn't um, necessarily mean, you know, the every little item of matter that God's going to torch the whole planet. Even the analogies St. Peter has used here makes it clear that if, if, if this is going to be like Noah, even the flood of Noah didn't destroy everything. It cleansed. Uh, the old creation and what emerged from the old creation was a new creation. Um, there's a longer discussion here about this this idea of the elements, but it um, foundationally in a culture biblically refers to the to the temple and the worship of God that forms the kind of foundation for for the uh, the um, the order of the universe. Uh, we get this, we get to Revelation, and we see that the center of the universe is the worship that the people offer um, to God in prayer. That's that's the, the driving force. And so the temple was the central element, was, was comprised the, the foundation of the old creation, the old covenant, the worship offered to God. So there's a sense here in when, when St. Peter taught and a larger New Testament theme when it talks about the elements being burnt up. There's there's a sense which this refers to the day of the Lord that comes in AD 70 to Jerusalem and the Jerusalem temple, which was in fact burnt up Romans, and that marked the end of the old covenant age. And out of the old covenant age came the new covenant age uh, that, that we, we now live in. Um, and Again, it's a larger topic for, for more drawing out certain points of this. This doesn't mean that at the end of time, there isn't a, a larger purification, removing all evil from the creation it, when the kingdom comes in full. But it makes sense of the New Testament. You know, Peter's waiting for a day of the Lord. When's it going to come? And in a sense, it came, um, the judgment came on the cross where, where, where Jesus entered it, you know, uh, the, the prince of the world is judged and um, the covenant is fulfilled. The immediate consequence of that was the end of the old covenant age with the destruction of the temple and the beginning of the new covenant age in which the worship of God, the elements are really contained in the church and her worship she offers to God. Again, I'd refer people to Revelation uh, especially chapters four and five, to see how that is now the center, not not the building in Jerusalem, but the people of God offering their praise to God everywhere, um, connecting to that heavenly worship. And so um, so we, we live in that, in a sense, in that new heavens and new earth now, but it's not completed yet. That's our inaugurated eschatology. And so the 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 exhortation then, is is that 
um, we live in something that will that will be completed when our Lord comes, and we should always live. That's the stirring up by way of reminder uh, when people say, "Where's the Lord's coming?" Well, we already know He comes to us now in our prayer, and the telos of our prayer is the resurrection and life of the world. We always want to keep our our lives oriented that direction and not get distracted by various things in the world um, so that, that we we keep oriented towards the right goal so that when our Lord comes, uh, our faith will be completed in the resurrection and, and we won't be judged along with the world that isn't, that isn't living for God. So anyway, a lot in those lessons today, but there's a few thoughts about them. We'll continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men. Thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially, we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God. Amen. Good to be with everyone for morning prayer this morning. Have a great Friday. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you, Bishop. Yeah, okay. Thank you, everybody. Nice backdrop. <laughs> Peace.